move over, guys, because it's about damn time for the queens to take their seat upon Chief's kingdom's throne. Six consecutive AFC West titles. Seven consecutive years in the playoffs. Four consecutive home AFC championship games. Join us on this ride to keep these streaks alive. Chiefs Kingdom spirit is unyielding. Whether we're down 10 points in a Super Bowl with only seven minutes left, or three points in a playoff game with only 13 seconds to go, our belief in our Chiefs never wavers. So Patrick Mahomes is the king of Chiefs Kingdom, and long live the king. But it's time for this reign to make way for some queens. We are the Kingdom's Queens. Okay, hello everybody and welcome to the Kingdom's Queens podcast. We are uh, we are in uh or entering week 12 now, off of week 11, another crazy week in the NFL. Um I think this this season has been the most unpredictable in recent history that I can remember. I don't know about you guys, but this season has been crazy. So, uh I'm your host Lexi. I'm Chrissy. I'm Shelly. I'm Jody. Hey, y'all. All right. So, yeah, week 11. I think that's what we just came off of. Yep. Really interesting week in football at this point. I'm tired of being repetitive and saying that over and over again. So, let's just get into the highlights. Who wants to go first? I'll lead us off. Um, so, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Eagles and the Colts. Um, guys, that game, I think we talked about it last week, how we thought it was going to be closer than people thought it was going to be. Yeah. So, um it ended up being a one-point game, and the the final touchdown by the Eagles, who were held to no touchdowns until the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, so props to the Colts. I don't know if this Jeff Saturday, I don't know if he's come in and he's just, like, lit a fire or if the Colts are just figuring it out halfway through the season. But they're, you know, they're, they're, they're show, being impressive. That's all I got to say. Um I haven't necessarily bought into the Eagles all season. I'm not saying I don't think that they're a really great football team, but I don't think that they are as good as their record shows. Um, I could be wrong. Yeah, I know. Shocker. Hot, hot take, right? <laughs> hot take. Whoa. <laughs> but I, I just don't think they're as good as their record shows. I, they remind me a lot of how in seasons past, we'll see it like we saw Pittsburgh and they were, they their record was phenomenal. They were undefeated for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And then... They just weren't as good as their record showed. That kind of reminds me of the Eagles. I'm not saying they haven't had some impressive wins, but um, I mean, the Eagles were held to what 17 points. I think that's what the score 17, something like that. 17 um, or something crazy. Yeah, something crazy like that. Both teams were, yeah, both teams were horrible on third down. Um, Indianapolis was five of 15. Philly was five of 12. You cannot win football games when you're that bad on third down. So both teams had pen, uh, a lot of penalties. Both teams had a lot of fumbles. They both they looked kind of like the same team, honestly. Um, so it was it was an interesting game um, just to see the Eagles almost give it away two weeks in a row. But you know they found a way to win, and that's what good teams do. So I can't I can't fault them for that. So yeah, we'll see how they do uh, this week. We'll see if they can come through and make it better what about you Shelly um yeah so I watched the uh Saints and the Rams 
Um, and the beginning of that game for me was really quite dull. Um, <laughs> uh, so Rams uh, were forced to punt early on, and then it followed um, or, or uh, an incomplete pass from Dalton followed afterwards. So both teams were three and out on their first drives. Um, now, Coop Cup's out with an ankle injury that he sustained last week. And for me, Stafford was just struggling to connect with anybody else um, really early on. Um, so for me, the player of the game really was um, Kamara. Um, and Kamara and Hill were making some plays um, for the Saints, but early on failed to score. And um, then uh, Dalton was sacked twice. Um, so we really like the beginning of this game was kind of all over the place. And other than those kind of standout players, Kamara for me, um, not a lot was going on. But then there was some excitement um, with a 62-yard touchdown. Um, uh, Stafford to Atwell at the end of the first. So it did start to pick up some momentum um, as, as the game came to the uh, end of the first half. Um, like I said, Kamara really making some noise for me and into the second half uh, was a standout performance as well. Um, and Johnson scored a touchdown. Um, finally, yay! Um, <laughs> so there was lots of uh, running passes for uh, the Rams. Um, I think it was eight consecutive running plays in a row. Um, so I wonder if that's going to make be part of the Chiefs game plan on Sunday because for me I think that really stood out how much they're running the ball um and actually there was lots of incomplete passes when they were um throwing the ball so I think that that you know watching those tapes the Chiefs might be prepared for that for me yeah. um so then there was a really long drive felt for me like it went on forever um, from the Rams but they were then looking more consistent at the end of the first half for me um, there was a 52-yard touchdown from Dalton to Alave in the third, making it 24-14. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's impressive. Yeah. But, about, you know, I just I kind of found out found that it was more second half for him and really quite quiet in the first. So it was nice yeah. to see um, him step up and, and make those plays and get that touchdown. Um, so then Perkins replaced Stafford. Now, I'm not sure what's going on because I'm seeing some things that are saying he is back in concussion protocol and yeah. something saying that he's not and they're keeping an eye on him. So last week he was in concussion protocol. Yeah. And then he cleared it on Friday and then yeah. he played and then he got knocked out of the game. And they said that I don't think he was in yeah. concussion protocol, but they held him out. And so as of right now, from last I saw, he's not in concussion protocol, but they're monitoring him. So it seems weird. Like if you have to monitor him, he needs to be in concussion protocol, right. in my get, opinion. Get so, Tua on the phone, right? I'm sure. Right, he's I know. It's like Tua would like a chat, phone. please. Like, yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, hopefully he'll be well. Um, Perkins did a good job. It didn't seem like all was lost um, for the Rams. Um, but the Saints did then hold them to a field goal. So the final score was 27-20 to the Saints, taking them four and seven. So, you know, it will be interesting to see whether the Chiefs do go up against Matthew Stafford or whether it's Perkins on Sunday. Um, but, you know, we don't like to see anybody get injured, especially the concussions in this season so far. You know, it's been a huge number and... If Matthew Stafford needs to sit out, I'm sure that the Rams will want to throw everything they've got at the Chiefs, you know. Um, we know that teams do, but for me, it's not worth the risk. So it'll be interesting to see what, what team we face on Sunday. Yeah. 
Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, and they got rid of their lead running back, Daryl Daryl Henderson. Is that, yeah. is that right? Yeah, they got rid of him today. So um, I don't know what team we're going to be facing on Sunday. Right. But that's for a later conversation. So um, I'm going to talk a little bit. I'm going to save Shelly from talking about the Packers. Um, I'm going to talk about them a little bit. Titans versus the Packers. Um, that was Thursday night football. And I have high hopes for that game. Like, I thought it, it, the week before, the Packers had been clicking better. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of had higher hopes for them. Um, but I don't know what it is with them. They cannot find a rhythm. They cannot find a rhythm. And their defense can't find a rhythm. Their offense can't find a rhythm. It's kind of pathetic. But then also in the same time, I think the Titans are kind of a team. Like, I think the Titans are kind of a squad in the AFC. And we're going to see them in the playoffs. I think they're going to win their division. And Derrick Henry is a hell of a football player. Um, He is just fantastic. He, okay, Derrick Henry had, let's see. 87 yards on 28 carries and a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. Yeah. So not only not only does he like rush the ball, he also passes the ball for touchdowns. So he's just he's a freak athlete. I love Derrick Henry. Um he should definitely be in the Hall of Fame conversation for the future. Um Ryan Tannehill did really well. Ryan Tannehill had 333 yards. Oh, he played this week? I did not watch that he game. He did, yeah. He looked actually pretty good. <laughs> I don't think I realized he was back. I'm like, oh, it's the Titans. I don't care. He actually did really good. Like, yeah, he had, he had a good game. 333 yards, two touchdowns. Rodgers had only 227 yards for two touchdowns. So, like, almost 100 yards difference, or literally 100 yards. Were both of Rodgers' touchdowns to Watson, too? Right, both to Watson, which I think he's pretty awesome in being he's a got five person. touchdowns in two weeks. Yeah, yeah, I saw that highlight and was like, Oh wow, when did he finally wake Who's up? Who's this Watson yeah. kid? <laughs> he's he's becoming a red zone pre- threat for them, which I love that for the Packers. Um, Christian Watson, he's been great, so I, I love to see rookies succeeding. Same, um, and then we also had Traylon Burks from the Tennessee side. Who he was from a uh, rookie from Arkansas, and he had let's see, uh, 111 yards for seven catches. He was awesome. So we really saw some rookies doing some work that week in the Tennessee Packers game, and I don't know for sure what the future holds for the Packers. Um, <laughs> I think we need some improvement. Obviously, at this point, why wouldn't you just put Lovin? I'm going to say, yeah, we need to, maybe we need to start testing out love and their defense needs to find a rhythm because yeah. they I don't see why you wouldn't want to give, I wouldn't, I don't know why you wouldn't want to give love the experience. You know, this season's pr- pretty much lost. Give him the experience so he can come in next year and lead yeah. the team. Like, I, I completely don't agree. Like the, yeah. the Vikings have won your division at this point. So, right. And the um, most, the, most, sorry, Lex, most of the Green Bay fans that I've spoken to about it, you know, there is this consensus that it's, there's lots of problems at Green Bay, yeah. but it mainly, I think, is Rogers. And there's some conversation of, is it this thumb injury? And if it is this thumb injury, why haven't they rested Rogers? What's going on there? Clearly there's something wrong. But I completely agree. 
let love take over now because when we've seen love in the past it's that lack of experience that's holding him back he's got heart he wants to do well but he's never going to get there if they don't give him the experience so there is that decision now do yeah. they let Rogers continue and make the zero difference or do they let love come in and potentially sacrifice the playoffs this season for a better start next season? Yeah, I don't think love would be doing any worse than Rogers. So <laughs> at, at this point, Rogers Rogers has been fantastic over the years, but for yeah. some reason this season is just not clicking. Any any signs of it's just not clicking. I think it's mentally it checked down out. To a thumb injury. Yeah. Is it down to a thumb injury? I don't know. I don't know if that's even it though, you know. I think like, he's I mentally checked out. I don't think mm -hmm. he really shows like that he wants to play. He I think he's kind of just there. He doesn't show interest in like yeah. bonding with his wide receivers. And mm -hmm. you know, like Mahomes, he all offseason bonded with his wide receivers that we got new. And I I didn't see that from Rogers. And I think that makes a huge difference. So somebody needs to get him call of duty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what we're seeing. So anyway, but Interesting game, 17-27 Titans. I think Titans are going to be a team to reckon with in the playoffs. So. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about the 3-8 and eight Bears and the 5-6 and six Falcons. Um, both teams are just not great. <laughs> but that game was a lot better than a lot of people expected. Like, it was very wow. high scoring. The defenses weren't that great. It is what it is. Um, but I'm going to go quick. So, I mean, offense was crazy on both sides of the ball. The game ended 27-24. There were a ton of fumbles. There were a ton of drop passes. There were a ton of drop balls. It was a hot mess. It was a hot mess. And that's okay. But Cordell Patterson, he went up. Ran a punt return back, 103 yards. He had a 206 yards whole entire game. He's awesome. Amazing. I, yeah, he was like rock star. Is, and I don't think I realized, which I did realize this, but I didn't realize this, but I did realize this, that he used to play for the Bears. And I was like, oh, is this kind of like a revenge season game? Who knows? But he went crazy. Kyle Pitts actually was doing great, too, before he went out with his injury, which sucks because I hate to see injuries. I think you all have said that already so far today. But he went out with a torn MCL for the season. So, I mean, yeah. uh, I hate to see that. I know there's a lot of Chiefs fans who would like to see him in Chiefs Kingdom, so we'll just see what happens with that next year. But I definitely hope he has a speedy recovery and he can get back on that field soon. Um, the kicker won the game. I mean, what's his name? Um, Young Ho. Young, Young Goku. Yeah, that anyway, one. Anyway, <laughs> 53 yards. <laughs> won the game. Um, and then Justin Fields, he was who he was again. He ran for 85 yards. He had a 153 yards total, but it kind of sucks because he has a shoulder injury. They haven't really talked a lot about it. It's talked a lot about it. So I'm hoping it's something minor and it's nothing major. He did say that he was feeling a lot better, but you know, you'd never want to see a young quarterback go down for any type of shoulder injury, shoulder, collarbone. It doesn't matter what it is. Those are really hard to recover from, especially when it's your throwing arm. But one thing I wanted to mention last week, I said, I think the Bears are going to, like, get a playoff spot and come back. Well, I mean, they've definitely lost their last three. It is what it is. Um, the, the Bears' remaining schedule, <laughs> they have the Jets, the Eagles, the Bills, and the Vikings. So I don't really see them making the playoffs so much yeah. as I hoped. That's um, um, good tune-up year for them next year. Next year is the year, but this year, and eh, probably not. The Falcons' remaining schedule, they got the Commander, Saints, Ravens, and Bucks. So, I mean – 
they've been playing more aggressive here lately. So they got the opportunity to go in and win some, lose some. Who knows? Anyway, two mid teams who we thought were going to be fantastic, and they actually had a really good game. So, um, yeah, definitely wanted to recap that. But I think it's time we talk some Chiefs now. We've been talking about a lot of people for a while. So last week was crazy, right? I yeah. mean, I don't think anybody was expecting this game to go the way it did. Actually, I think we were. Um, yeah, I think we all thought it'd be really close. Division games are always hell and a headache. So let's get into it. <laughs> so I, I think it's crazy that what well, we're entering week 12 and we, I'm not saying we 100% have, but we've basically secured our seventh straight AFC West title. Yeah. That blows my mind because entering the season, I mean, I didn't think that, you know, we, I, I thought we'd win the West, but I didn't think that yeah. it was going to be the, you know, what show that it has been for the other three teams, particularly, you know, the Raiders and the Broncos. But the one thing that I think separates the one major thing I should say that separates the chargers and that separates the chiefs. If the chargers are down with 37 seconds left and three timeouts, the chargers don't a win. Minute and 37. Yeah. A minute and 37 seconds. Sorry. Even if it's 37 seconds, I don't care. If, <laughs> if, if the Chiefs are down with that amount of time, we're winning the game. No yeah. one's going to stop us. We're going to go down there and we're in the game. Herbert is not that guy yet. And I'm not saying he can't become that guy, but he is not that guy yet who's yeah. going to march your team down the field to win the game or tie the game to push it into overtime. He's just well, not that guy yet. If he had the weapons. Yeah. And I don't even want to hear people complain about the weapons because – that's that's one thing about this game. Oh, Sorry. I've been I've been defending Chiefs all the last couple of days. I feel like it's been a week, but it's been two days. And <laughs> I am sick of hearing the excuses when we win. I don't want to hear excuses about the refs because we get screwed over on calls more than people even realize. They just don't want to admit it. And then we didn't have any wide receivers. We had no offense to Sky. But Skies had very limited snaps, and we had Justin Watson. Breakout game. He did great, though. And they were fantastic. But we walk in, and we don't have any of our receivers. And Mahomes still pushed everybody to elevate them and to make our team not skip a beat. Pacheco ran fantastically, 107 yards on 15 carries. Just I don't want to hear the excuses anymore because I'm, I'm frankly, I'm sick of it. Because the Chiefs are the team to beat because Mahomes is the top of the top tier quarterback. Nobody is playing better than him. Oh, for sure. He's MVP, 100%. And this no. game proved why for multiple reasons. And we went Can up there with the next, next man up mentality. Can I rebut? Excuses. Can I, can I rebut? Can I rebut? No. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, yes, we were, we were down wide receivers and a running back, right? But the Chargers, 50% of their team has gone in. They still hung very well with us. Oh, sure, sure. But the Chargers are a great team. But if you look at their offense, their offense, yeah, they lost Mike Williams. But they, they still have Austin Eckler. They still have Keenan Allen who came back. And I know he was on a limited snap, camp, snap count, but they threw to him when they needed to throw to him. Yeah. And they've got Herbert. And – and they have Palmer. Palmer has been fantastic. So I think a lot of their their injuries are more significant on the defensive side. Um, 
And yeah, but like you said, they hung around with us. It's an AFC West game. The Chargers play us extremely well. I give a lot of props to their coach, to Staley, for keeping them, what, they're five and five now, but keeping them up when they've had so many injuries, decimated by so many injuries. Like, congrats, like that's fantastic. Yeah. Keeping them going is like they have. Because when I heard all the injuries at the beginning of the season, yeah. I thought there was no way right. the Chargers would have a chance. But do you think Herbert is 100% healthy? No. A cartilage injury isn't going to heal in, in as many weeks as it's right. been. Those, those it's going to heal in the off season. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Right now, no. Yeah. But I think he's healthier than – I think he's much healthier than he was. And I, I think that yeah. shows, but he's definitely not 100%. But I think sometimes – I don't think he can handle the pressure as much as I, – I think in those high-pressure situations, that's where he fails. He he throws interceptions or he takes sacks when he shouldn't. It's And that that is the big gap. They can be great until the really stressful game time situations come where it's you do this and win or you do this and you lose. And right now he does the things, he yeah. makes the decisions that that send him to the wrong, to, to the L. So. Yeah, I think it's like, I'm not even sure if it's on um, Staley or Lombardi, but I think it's more on Lombardi, their offense coordinator. He's not putting Herbert into winning situations at all. Sure. Like they, they run a lot of the same plays. They run a lot of repeat things. And I think that shows in their play. Yeah. Um, and I don't think they made good second half adjustments. We made fantastic all. second half adjustments. I don't know if I really saw much from them. No, not at all. Um, mm. I think our defense, Spagnolo, I think um, we've been making great adjustments at half. And Chargers, we cannot say the same at all. Um, I think Justin Herbert is a phenomenal quarterback. I think he has all the potential in the world, but yeah. if they don't make adjustments soon, I think they're going to end up hurting his career kind of like they've done in the past with other quarterbacks as we've seen. Yeah. Uh, Tyrod Taylor and Phillip Rivers to be examples of that. So I agree. I definitely think though, if they were 100% healthy, they would be a completely different team. Yeah. Well, yeah. So. Yeah. The, the, Medical is a little bit out for that reason. Like, yeah, I expected us to go in there and to win, but if they were 100% healthy, I think that game would have looked so different. Yeah. On both sides of the ball. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, so I am sure you guys saw on my Twitter that I had a busy weekend of partying. <laughs> of an old lady like me, it's very difficult to deal with. So I got up. At 1 a.m. to watch the uh to watch the game and um I <laughs> fell asleep guys fell asleep I know terrible and um <laughs> I woke up and it was like oh my god where am I and Dom told me the injuries that we picked up while I'd been asleep which in fairness wasn't for very long and going into the game with injuries anyway I was like yeah oh. <laughs> um but you know that every time I'm here, I talk about how quick people are to give up on the Chiefs whenever we go behind. And I read a really interesting fact this week. Uh, this is the 11th time in the regular season that Mahomes has had a game-winning drive in the fourth. You can't give up on the Chiefs. And uh, Chrissy, you started us off by talking about, you know, if it was any other team really that are down with that much time left, they're not winning. But when it's the Chiefs, you just can't, you know, you can't fall asleep on them. Um, they are coming back and they are winning. And, you know, we, we've we said it before. We'll say it again. The Bills know it. Um, the, the Chargers know it. 
you you can't leave that much time on the clock because Mahomes is going to make something happen. Um, I think Herbert knew that too. Like you yeah, saw his face yeah. once, like he, like the excitement of the touchdown went down. He was just like, "Oh crap! There's too much time. There's too much time." But I think that those two quarterbacks have a lot of respect for each other. I'd seen sure. some of the videos where they were talking about each other, you know, and clearly Herbert has got a lot of respect for Mahomes. But one of the things about Mahomes is he never doubts his opponents. There's always that respect there. There's, there's always that, you know, look, we, we know that we are an amazing team, but we don't take it for granted. And with the injuries that we had this week, I think that it was a really amazing performance from the Chiefs. But Jody, you, you're completely right. You know, the Chargers managed to keep up with us, really. It, it was a, a, a closer game than maybe is comfortable. Um but yeah, I think Mahomes has just got that experience um, and he's got, you know, Justin Herbert will rise to greatness, I'm sure. Um, but like you guys said, he's not there yet. I also I want to chime in on your stat real quick. You said, you said Pat has had 11 game-winning drives, right? You realize that Travis has had two winning drives against the Chargers within this game and the one we had last year. So I think it's important to note that too, that Travis hit the home run twice and won a game for us too. So yeah. Yeah. I think so much for us. What, what our team does is phenomenal. And I think um, Mahomes in general, like he just has that winning factor about him. I've seen it kind of all week in sports media after that win. He just, you put him with, a minute and a half to go and it's like he's like okay i'm gonna go win like it's not even none of us bad an eye like (laughs) it's not a question um and at this point i think chargers i think our division i think a lot of teams need to realize that if you leave mahomes with over a minute to go even under a minute 13 seconds trigger word um, (laughs) any of those amounts of time he is going to find a way to win and i think that's a big um a big kudos to his mentality like it's not even his physicality it's his mentality yeah. but like, he also he just looked that that moment there was no panic focused calm collected we've got this there yeah. isn't that panic in him no. completely agree yeah i mean no, he had a lot of stuff to talk that game. I don't know if y'all were watching him. Oh, yeah. But he talked a lot of stuff. This he game. did. I love when Petty comes out, Petty Pat. When but he that was him in those moments, though, you can see in his eyes, he's like, all right, I got this. No worries. Like, I got this. Yeah. Well, and I think, like, you know, Lexi and, and Jody and Mark Gunnels had a space yesterday. And, and McCole Hardman was asked about, you know, what it's like during those moments when there's, you know, a minute or whatever left. And McCole's like, we just go out and do it. Like, we know we can do it. We just run the plays and we just, and so it's just, it's so crazy to hear it from, from a player himself, just how normal it seems like, oh yeah, that's like, we got plenty of time. We're just going to go out and do this. Like, it's no big deal. And just the amount of confidence is amazing. Like from McCole, just hearing what he said in that standpoint and shout out to McCole for joining our space last night. That was awesome on Twitter. Thank you for joining us. Uh, We all appreciate it. Um, he wrote his TV. There's nothing else for him to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but even then, he was like, he just sounded so chill about it. He's like, yeah, like we know we have a minute left, whatever it is. Like, we yeah. know we have Patrick, we know we have playmakers. Like, we're going to make it happen. There's no like mental block for any of them, for any of them, which is huge. 
Yeah. So it's really interesting because Juju was gone, McCole was gone, yeah, was gone, Tony went out. I'm like, okay, <laughs> who do we have left? Oh yeah, that's like NBS, Sky Moore, like McKinnon. It's like okay, yeah, Watson, yeah. <laughs> That are gonna do it, Noah. And McKinnon I mean, and, and MVS weren't one hundred percent either. I think we, no. we forget that they they aren't one hundred percent either, McKinnon and MVS. So yeah, for them playing as big of a role as they did during that game is huge, huge props. Just it was just props. really good to see Sky Moore be like, this yes, like it was good. Like Sky Sky yeah. Moore had six targets, five for sixty five, four first downs. And four I just want to give like, a, I want to give a huge shout out to our freaking defense. Yeah, like uh, our whole defense. I mean, I know, I know, we all have players of the game, but like Nick. Uh, sorry, not Nick Bolton, because I know Joe's gonna shout him out in a little <laughs> bit. But um, Willie Gay, Sneed, Justin Reed made some tackles. Like we have Dana, so many guys just step up into their roles and just fulfill everything they were supposed to do against a division rival that knows how to play us very well. And made no. huge second half adjustments. Huge. I think, didn't we, didn't they hold the Chargers to one touchdown in the whole second yeah. half? Yeah. yeah. So huge second half adjustments, which they have continuously done all season. Like huge props to our defense. They, uh, like. I also, I, he's not my player of the game, but I want to give a shout out to Mike Dana because. Yeah. Yeah. He plays the Chargers so well. I'm like, what are you doing, guy? Like you have two sacks and. All kinds of – like, he's just awesome to watch, especially against the Chargers. Favorite. You know, so. last year, a lot of Chiefs fans, especially in the offseason, they complained – hey, Corey. Um, <laughs> they complained. We complained. Everyone, all Chiefs fans, we wanted to rush the ball more. We wanted to rush the ball better. And we wanted to get pressure and more sacks on the opposing quarterback. And here we sit in going into week 12, and our rook, seventh-round rookie running back – has done like 190 something yards in two games and he's averaging like seven yards per carry yeah. and our defense is fourth in the league in sacks. So I'm just. Well, it would be higher. I feel like if Chris Jones two sacks yes. would count it, but. So true. Jody. So true. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but it's just, I, I love seeing, like, I know that there was a lot of drama in the off season with, people like losing a lot of defensive pieces and losing, you know, offensive pieces and whatnot, but seeing this team really believe in each other, seeing our offense really gelling with all these new parts and our defense and all the rookies. I think I heard Mitch Holtz say that we had, I, I made a note of it, but I think he said we played, I've got, we had 47 players who played in the game against the Chargers and 10 of them were rookies. Yeah. And most of the rookies were key contributors. Absolutely. And I they just were. thought that was such a crazy stat. Like Brett Veach, well done. <laughs> yeah, well done. Well and done. I know I know we'll get into our rookies of the game, but I wanted to get a, a, a shout out to uh, Joshua Williams. Yeah. Who? Okay, so obviously Jalen Watson had a fantastic game against the Chargers week two. He had the pick six. I mean, he was fantastic. But Joshua Williams has really been making a name for himself. And I didn't realize Joshua Williams had 57 snap counts to Jalen Watson's 21. Yeah. yeah. Like he has really earned that second cornerback spot or third, I guess, Sneed and McDuffie. But he's really, I mean, 
they're really doing a lot with what they're given. So I'm really proud of our, our rookies for stepping up in this secondary because it's not easy. We have a really tough schedule. They're going against really talented players. Um, so I'm just, I'm just really impressed with all of them. Agreed. Before we transition to player of the game, I just want to say that Harrison Bucker was solid. Yeah. <laughs> my my mom and I, I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed to say this. When, there was this one time he kicked a field goal and she and I both exhaled at the same time. We both go, <laughs> and we both looked at each other and started laughing because we just were like, we didn't realize we were both like holding our breath and like, oh, okay. So good job. I, I will say though, I want to extra point. point. So good. Right. I will say though, I want to see a couple of more games though. So, you know, like I don't feel in a dome. It was in a dome. Now I'm like, I need to see you in the elements of Arrowhead, and even next week in the elements of being in Cincinnati, because those right. are. Like, this shows me, like, are you really not necessarily 100, percent but on the road back? to being back? But yeah. so happy, three for three. Thank yeah. you so much. All right, who's your player of the game? Well. I think we probably all would have chosen him as our player of the game. I think we were all kind of fighting on who our player of the games would be because we all were agreeing with like every player. There were so many players of the game. There were some standouts for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Travis Kelsey was my player of the game. This is the first time that I've fought to really choose him for my player of the game. <laughs> so I, I have to give a huge shout out first. Like my daughter is a huge Travis Kelsey fan. She's five. You, if you guys follow my Twitter, you've seen her. Yeah. And when he was scoring his touchdown, she was jumping up and yelling, Kelsey. She was just so excited. So, Travis, you've got a huge fan of my five-year-old daughter. But um, he now leads all tight ends, guys, with the most 100-yard games with 33. And, and another super cool stat is he is the first tight end since 1983 to have two three-plus touchdowns I saw that. That's crazy. in the NFL. And – and one other kind of cool stat, um, which kind of shocked me a little bit, Travis Kelsey has more receiving touchdowns at SoFi yeah. than any of the Charger players. This oh, season. Yes. <laughs> it's just like oh, it is Arrowhead West. Like, uh, it is. I know. And I know they've had injured wide receivers, but I mean, come on. Like, that's just that is <laughs> mind blowing to me. So Travis Kelsey you are the greatest tight end of all time to me, to so many Chiefs fans. And we, we've we seen our great tight ends. But Travis Kelsey, nobody's done it better. Nobody has done it at the rate he's done it. Seriously, we are we are so blessed to be living in the Travis Kelsey era. Like, Travis Kelsey Mahomes era. It is yes, just Travis Kelsey Mahomes era. Yes. Their bromance, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Watching their interviews together after the games. Oh, my gosh. When they yeah. leave the game together, it's like this. I, I just. I love them. They're, they're so just good. like constantly like complimenting each other. And they're so cute. I'm excited to see him on, uh, see, hear him on Travis Kelsey's podcast. Yeah. Same, same. That's going to be on my drive home for sure. Yeah. yeah. Who else? Who else y'all got? Player to game. Um, I'm going stone cold Chris Jones. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I love him anyway. I know we all love him, Um, but he had, two sacks um and that takes him nine for the season which means that he is tied for uh the second best of his um seven-year career already 
So, you know, this, this you know, this season for him is going amazingly well. Um, and it was also his 100th game yeah. on Sunday. So, what a game to have for your 100th game. Yeah. Amazing, you know. Um, we were talking about the Chargers' performance and we were saying, um, you know, where there were gaps. That that those You can't leave gaps like that when you've got Stone Cold Chris Jones on your defence. You know, it was almost too easy. He knows what he wants. He goes and gets it. And, you know, if it was me... And I was defending against him. I have everybody, you know, I'm going to Chris way. Jones. You know? yeah. <laughs> and that was another thing about Chris Jones. In the first half, he was being like double and triple teamed. Yeah. So something that they adjusted in the second half really allowed him to get to the quarterback. I don't know what it was. I'm not that well-versed in, Nick you know, Bolton. defensive line strategy or whatever. Nick Bolton. That's yeah. Nick Bolton. Willie Gay. Willie Gay. <laughs> Yeah. You know, oh, it's, it's amazing. Love our linebacking court. Awesome. We are so blessed with this team. I just I can't can't cope anymore. <laughs> it, it it doesn't get any better than this. Like every week, we're just mind blown by everything they're doing, and our defense stepping up in lieu of our offense. Like it's just fantastic. Um, so my player of the game, I'm kind of I decided to do a little bit of a hybrid here. Um, I'm doing Jody Fortson and Justin Watson because, look, we, <laughs> we were uh, pretty much down every offensive star. Well, aside from Travis Kelsey, we were down um, Juju Smith-Schuster, McCole Hardman, and then Kadarius Tony also went out pretty early in the game. And not to mention Kadarius Tony lost me some fantasy points there with zero on the board, but uh, we'll ignore that. Thank you, Kadarius. <laughs> Make up for that next week, right? So um, Jody Fortson, he went for two receiving yards with teams low, but that was 51 yards total. And they were big receptions. They were huge receptions. Yeah. And then not to mention, he had some really key blocks. Him, Noah Gray, and Justin Watson had really key blocks for Travis Kelsey to get in the end zone multiple times. So I want to give a huge shout out to Jody Fortson on that. And then as well with um, Justin Watson, three targets for 67 yards. So they both, I mean, it didn't feel like huge games from either of them, but they both made huge plays when it mattered. Yeah. And I think that's that says a lot about the trust Mahomes has in them. Um they're just really impressive. I think Justin Watson has been a really underrated receiver for us all season. Like I didn't know a ton about him on the Buccaneers, but what I think he's he was done mainly so a special far, teams guy, wasn't he? He was a special teams yeah. guy. Yeah. And what he's done so far with our team, like I'm just like he's awesome. I love watching him. I'm excited to watch him. I'm excited to watch Jody Fortson. So I think both of them have just been phenomenal this season and they were this game and they stepped up when it mattered. So I want to give both of them a little shout out. For my and like favorite. you said, the trust that Mahomes has to put them in the situations that he did, especially that Jody Fortson catch oh right on the end God. line. I don't know how Jody made that catch. I don't the, know how Mahomes threaded that needle. The slimmest margin of bit. error. Like, yeah, was, best yeah. throw of his career. Yeah, yeah, if not the best, one of the best, like yeah. in the top five top best five. throws of his top career. Five for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. Uh, my player of the game is Nick Bolton, M-I-Z. Yes. M-I-Z-O-U. Uh, led the defense with 14 tackles, one forced fumble, one interception. He's just a dog. Um, yeah. That's all yeah. I have to say. Y'all seen how he did. I expect him only to elevate as we go through the clip. 
So yeah. that's my player of the game. Ricky of the game. Who did we collectively decide on as a unit? I think what well, offensively it was Pacheco and Sky Moore. I think maybe both. Pacheco. Yeah, they both had amazing yeah. games. Yeah. So yeah, Pacheco, 15 carries, 107 yards, averaging seven yards per carry. Sky Moore, six targets, went five for 65, four first downs, which is very impressive. I can't wait to see Sky Moore continue to unlock. I think it is coming. Yeah. So one thing I noticed was when Mahomes. Mahomes targeted Sky. He had a 110 passer rating when he targeted Sky. <laughs> awesome. Like, that's fantastic. Yeah. Especially for a guy who's had very little snaps. Yeah. It's very little target. Yeah. his first 100-yard game. Like, they were just – they were so good. I love yeah. our rookies. I'm so proud of them both. Sky – Sky yeah. needed to step up this week, and he, he did. did just that. Like, yeah, he, he definitely didn't have a choice this week. Yeah. Yeah, I have a choice. Like we know he at this week. Seeing Sky in that game and the receptions he was able to make and how he he caught that ball, he held onto the ball. I that I saw why we would draft him. I saw I finally saw I mean, because we saw like little spurts of it, yeah, little sprinkles of it. But that game we got to see a good and I know it's only one game, so I'm trying not to get overexcited. But the way I mean, we were that way with Trent McDuffie after one game. That's very true. Oh, that's okay. That's and true. And yeah. Our he, biggest rival in the West is the Chargers, who he did that against. Like, yeah. they play us very well. So. Yeah. Start and the right train, Chrissy. Yeah. I think it was good to see that consistency from Sky Moore during this game. You know, like you said, we've had these little spurts of greatness. We've had some mistakes, but this was his breakout game for me. And actually, it, the key was consistency. And look at how well he did. Um, and and it, just giving Mahomes another weapon. You know, um, that, that that passer rating stat is amazing. Um, and, and yeah, it, I think consistency is key now can he keep doing that i think he will uh, and i think he's only going to build his confidence 100 yeah. and and i i'll just real quick because i know we need to move on yes but seeing, <laughs> seeing the chiefs actually stick with the run in the second half yeah like, that just made me happy because a lot of times we'll be like running down a team's throw and then we're like you know what let's just take it easier on him you know that's working but we'll just put it away no we kept with it, and it was Absolutely. awesome. That's all I wanted to add. I'm good. I think I have to say, like, this season <laughs> for me, Isaiah Pacheco is one of the top five players on our team that I just look forward to watching. Like, Same. his so energy. Defense. The way he runs, his angry runs, he's so good. Like, is he that just, top five including the defense, or is that just all? Yes, top five including everyone. Ooh. He is Isaiah Pacheco. I look forward to what he's doing. He's electric. He runs like he has bills to pay. Like he runs like to get a grown man's job. A, literally. Yeah, like, yeah so, Jody. Yeah. He's really up there for me. So I just want to give him credits for that because he's awesome. So. Well, we are the play. I mean, we're the the game of the week for some dumb reason against the Rams. Well, we I think we thought the Rams were going to be that team. Because they are the yeah, Super Bowl well, Talk about a they Super Bowl hangover, man. Oh, a terrible Super Hangover, stomach ache, COVID, bug. <laughs> I don't know. Migraine, <laughs> cramps, something. It's a mess. <laughs> it's a mitol. They'll be fine. <laughs> so, game of the week, I think CBS, which I'm pretty sure it is. I don't have a lot to say about the Rams because 
they don't have a lot going for themselves right now. They got two players, two. I got, I have a crazy stat for you. Go ahead. Okay. The Chiefs have scored 176 points on the road this season, just on the road. The Rams have scored 168 total. Holy cow. Like in life through 11 weeks. Through, through all 11 weeks, they've scored 168 points and we have scored 176 just on the road. Have they had their bye week yet? I don't know. I, I feel like, I actually, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they have. I could be wrong. But the Chiefs have scored 300 points total, if, if anyone wanted to know the full number. So we've scored almost twice as many points as the Rams have. But I just think it's crazy we've scored more on the road than they have this whole season. What's crazy to me is Matthew Stafford has now suffered two concussions two weeks in a row, and it looks like they've already cleared him. Didn't they already have? Didn't he have a shoulder injury too this season or something going on? Begin the season, yeah. Yeah, man, he better be on that injury report just because if I was his crazy wife, who's super cute by the way, you're absolutely not going out there two concussions back to back to the Chiefs who you know you're going to lose to. No, you're going to rest and recover and get better. Like there's no way. I mean, they they traded their top running back today. Cooper Cup is out. Like I don't they. They have nothing going for them right now. He's going to get like triple and quadruple teamed. Okay. <laughs> like, like, absolutely. It's, and you wouldn't want him to get injured during the Chiefs game and then be out long term and then have that on the Chiefs. Like, it just, I don't yeah, think it's right. a good decision to have him in. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was going through Ram's Twitter and no one is confident. They're just like, pain. <laughs> so yeah. I don't, I don't even, I don't know. I, I don't have much to say about it because the Chiefs should win this game fairly easily. But knowing us, you know, I don't know, we've got injuries and whatnot, <laughs> but we should win this game. Uh, I would like a nice relaxing game after last week. Right. So. You know. I'm gonna ask y'all a question. I've actually seen this a few times on the timeline, and then I heard it on a podcast today too. So, because we know we're going against the Rams, and the only two people that they have, unless you know Matthew Stafford plays, which he shouldn't, we know we had a few injuries over the last week and a half. Do we play our Juju's, our Mecoles, our Ceh's, or do we let them rest this week? Well, McColl's on IR. Ceh. Oh, he's out for four weeks. Right. Yeah, Ceh. Ceh may be headed to IR with if it's a high ankle sprain, and I think Andy Reid said it did not look good. But like with Juju, the Tony's, the Juju's. Yeah, Tony. I I don't know how they said his hamstring tightened up, so I don't know like how serious it is. It'll be interesting to see like the injury report and like the practices this week how they how they move forward. I feel like with Juju, you know, with the concussion, you know, depending on how he's doing. Bengals I next think, week. Don't forget that Bengals next week. Yeah, I don't think it would be bad for Juju to play, but I'm also okay if the Chiefs training staff is like, hey, we're going to sit him one more game, make sure he's 100%, because I don't want to be throwing players out there if it's going to make them worse when we have a huge game the following week at Cincinnati, which you know is a revenge game. Yeah. So I, I'd be okay with sitting people who are not – you know, I mean, who are coming back from more serious injuries. I, re I really trust our training staff and our Same. medical staff to make the best decisions on our players' behalf. Like, we see every single week, and I don't even mean this to, like, be a overconfident statement, but every single week we see teams rushing back their players, like Mike Williams last week with the Chargers. 100%. 200%. Sorry. Yeah, 200%. 
confident in his high ankle sprain, and then he goes out like one catch into the game. And you know, so I actually I respect our medical staff for being like, okay, we can rest this player. We have Patrick Mahomes. He elevates everyone around him. Look, like the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers play us to the best of their ability every single game, and it's a game every single time. And we still managed to find a way to win that game with out like our top three receivers pretty much so i i i'd love to see juju back juju is one of my absolute favorites this season but if they don't play him then i trust their decision yeah i i trust whatever the medical staff like if juju's back out there then i trust that they made the right decision i they're they're the medical staff that i'm never gonna waver be like oh should we be doing that because they yeah. they chose to sit Mahomes, guys like they, i'm gonna yeah I, I trust them, whatever their decisions are, I, I'll trust that it's the right one. Yeah, I completely agree. I think, you know, it's been great that the Chiefs haven't been rushing back um, injured players. And I think that's one thing. I mean, we've got so much going for us anyway, but that's one thing that's really going for us. Um, yeah, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if we rested these players um, or maybe started them and then maybe they don't finish yeah. again. Well, and something that's interesting about our training staff, I was listening to an interview with Trent McDuffie about, because someone asked him if the oh. IR stint was more preventative um, or, or more of a precaution. And he said it was, but he said that he felt like he was ready to go back out there. He wanted to go back out there. And the training staff said, no, you're not ready yet. And they held him out. And Trent McDuffie said, it's good they did that because I wasn't ready to be back out there. Well, and so, players are always going to fight to get back right. out So I, mean, I, I feel like our training that staff, last night. Me yeah. said that yesterday. Yeah. Grace, you don't want to be sitting on the sidelines and yeah. watching the team. You want to get in yeah. and up and participate. So I'm glad that we do have that staff that's like, will no. save them from themselves. Yeah. Because not all staff, not all teams have that training staff. I think that was the biggest yeah. issue with Mike Williams this last week is he was like, no, I'm good. Like, put me in. Because, and also the Chargers did need that win. Yeah, and so they were I, mean, I, understand, I understand why they wanted Keenan and Mike to play, but like, in the end, that probably hurt them. Yeah. It's not a risk that, that you know, I'd be willing to take. He said he felt 200% better going into the game, no. well, clearly not. And then what no. is the repercussion of that going to be? Um, you know, for the rest of his season, it's not a risk that I think the Chiefs medical staff are willing to take. Yeah, yeah I agree. I'm glad we're all on the same page there. Yeah. All right. So let's get into these top – how many games do you think? Five? Five. My phone is being stupid. I apologize. <laughs> looking right now. First game, Bills at Lions. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. They're the early window. Um, Eleven thirty. I hope that I'm awake. Um, I'll be up. I'll be up. In Detroit. In Detroit. So remember, the Bills got flexed last week. Not flexed, but the Bills got their game to Detroit. So like now, Detroit's like their little home. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's super cool. They definitely donated twenty thousand dollars to the Lions. Some foundation. That was really cool. I was no. like, okay, Bills. Like, I don't like y'all, but I respect y'all. So they yeah. definitely that was really cool. So good job, Bills. Bills. Good job. Lions. <laughs> Thanks. I like how you guys were just complimenting the Bills, and I'm gonna come in saying the Bills are gonna lose. <laughs> so um I love that so much for you. 
I know. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> guys, the Lions have been putting up points, and the Bills' defense is not – look, ever since we played the Bills, their defense has not been what everyone thought it was. Um, the Lions wow. have been heating up since they, – they barely lost to the Dolphins. They've been heating up since that game, and they have won three straight, guys, the, the Lions have. And they're they're putting up points. So I, I think that the Lions could take this one. So. I like it. I'm uh, going to come straight in and disagree with Chrissy this week. What? Um, so I've got the Bills to win this one. I completely agree with what you said about the Lions, and I wouldn't be upset if the Lions took it. I probably wouldn't be surprised either, but I've got the Bills on this one. It's a tough one for me because the on. heart, the heart says the Lions. <laughs> the mind says the Bills. Um I'm going to go with Chrissy and say the upset. I think the Lions are on a weird hot streak. And I think the Bills have had like their weird share of events. They've been struggling a little bit. A lot of it. Yeah. yeah. Bills Twitter is still a little bit in shambles. But I think, I think if anything, it'll be an offensive matchup. And uh, both defenses are going to struggle against each other. That's what yeah. I think. But I'm going to say Lions upset. I like that. Um, I am also going Lions. I feel like the Bills have had way too much drama for the last 10 days. I know. I'm sorry, Shelly. Sorry, Shelly. Thanks for staying up late for us. <laughs> uh, traveling back and forth and back and forth. Like, I didn't expect them to go back yeah. to Buffalo. For what? Like, why wouldn't you stay there? I didn't know. They moved the game there for that. Yeah. And y'all decided to go. You know what? It doesn't matter. I don't really care. I know that the Lions, somebody, I remember I was reading something on Twitter and a Lions fan was like, sweep the building for bugs. And I laughed so hard. So. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I am definitely going Lions just because I think the Bills, they're on a short week. They've been traveling back and forth and been on a plane a whole long time. They've had a lot of drama. We're trying to get out of 77 inches of snow. It's just, Probably trying to get home into that snow, too. It, it's been a mess for them. So I'm going Lions because I think the Lions are starting to prove that they want to just upset some really good teams. So I like it. Yeah. yeah. Next game, a really, really, really good matchup. Giants at Jerry's World. Oh, yeah. Giants at Cowboys, also Thanksgiving, 325. I can't remember who the halftime show is, but it's something really good, like – is it like Philippa or something? No, it's like not the Backstreet Boys, but like the other one. It's a boy band. In sync? No. Justin no. Timberlake doesn't do NSYNC anymore. Anyway. I don't know. I would love Backstreet Boys. Backstreet's back home. All right. We'll have a good halftime show. Right. Giants at Cowboys 330. I'm going with the Cowboys. Um, I think the Cowboys are looking like they're finally kind of gelling after all the injuries that they've sustained this year. Um, Elliot and Dak are, are really starting to play well and Pollard has been a star. So, um, I think they're really heating up and it's going to be hard to, hard to beat them. Yeah. Chrissy, I'm going giant. This one was hard. We're not, we're not in sync anymore. What's happening? Last week. <laughs> yeah. I'm going giants on this one. All right. I think I'm going to go <laughs> – apparently I'm going against Shelly as well. I'm going Cowboys. I think they're on a hot streak. But I also think it could go either way. I think Giants are pissed off because they just lost and they want to win and they're hungry for a win. But Cowboys as well. Like, I think they're on a mission to prove something. So I'm kind of going Cowboys. Should be a good game. 
Yeah. I'm going Cowboys. They don't lose at home on Thanksgiving. Poor Shelly. <laughs> I only know from experience. That's all. They don't lose at home on Thanksgiving. It's going to be a whole theatrical event. There's going to be white rally towels and everything. I don't think they're losing. Hey, but Shelly could be. Shelly could upset us on some of these. So I really hope that I'm right about everything. Right. That's Me all too. I want. I just want to be right. Well, about no, I want the bills. I love it. <laughs> Um, next game, Bengals at Titans, noon on Sunday. Oh, oh, this one's tough. This yeah. one's real tough. I'm leaning to the Titans, just leaning because they they looked really good last this weekend. Um, I think they have this spark, and I I just love to see the Bengals taken down a notch. They have gotten a little too mm, for my like this week. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going with Bengals. Um, I've got, I think it's going to be a close game, but I think that the Bengals will have it by a point or a couple of points, but I think it'll be close. Do we think Jamar Chase is going to be back this week for Titans? He I, might be back next week, I think. I thought course. I saw sure. that he was back this week, but it might not be confirmed. I guess we'll just have to wait for the yeah. game before Thursday. Um. Yeah, I'm, I went back and forth on this one too. I think I'm going to lean Bengals with Shelly on this one. I think they're on a mission. <laughs> they're ready to win some games. They're ready to make the playoffs. Um, but I also think Titans have a case to make. I think it could be really, I think it's going to be really, really close, but I'm going to lean Bengals. I think Joe Burrow is going to get sacked like four times. I would love that. Yeah, he will. <laughs> okay, so. I'm really torn through this game because I feel like if the Bengals lose on the road, we have them home next week, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I know. Are the Bengals going to lose two games in a row? I know. I That's the reason I didn't want to choose the Titans, but. Because mm. I picked the Titans. I know, me too. I think they're going to run all over them, and their run game's not going to be able to stop it. They usually could. Like, like four times, and they're going to like. Joe, Joe Mixon, I think, is injured as well, so. I think you're right. Yeah, I think he's out. That worries me a little, but. He'll probably be back, at, you know, for our game, too. It's fine. <laughs> he will. Because do the Bengals lose two games in a row? That's the question. Yeah. So that if that means they win this week and lose next week, okay, whatever. But I have the, I have the Titans winning. Um, I think they're going to give them hell at home too, like yeah. in Tennessee, in Nashville. So yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Next game, Ravens at Jags, noon on Sunday. I feel like I'm choosing the wrong teams, but I'm going with the Jaguars. <laughs> like I, I don't know if I'm just like crazy or what this week, but I. I I'm going Jags too. Okay, cool, great. Yeah, so I'm going. Jags too. We're all crazy together if we are. So I mean, they were good against us. They were, and I just think that the Ravens have kind of they started out really hot, like they always do, and they've kind of fizzled out a little. The Ravens bit, barely so. beat Panthers, which is crazy. I know. I just think they've really fizzled, and so I'm I'm going Jags. I'm still going Ravens. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, um, the Jacks were, were good against us. I, you know, I, I just, I don't, I don't see that consistency. And I think that when 
Trevor Lawrence is doing badly, it's difficult for him to get out of that. And I think if he makes a couple of mistakes early on in the game, then those mistakes continue. And I think that the Ravens will exploit that. So I've got the Ravens on this. Aren't the Jags coming off a bye too? Yeah, they are. Okay. I don't know. Doug, how is Doug Peterson after a bye week? I don't, I don't know. No clue. Not Andy. Um, <laughs> I, uh, this is a hard one. These were all hard. Sorry, guys. Like, <laughs> like, you picked this week, man. I know. I picked all the games this week. And I'm like, these are so difficult. Why did I do this? I do want to say, though, I did a poll earlier, and I asked who are the best AFC quarterbacks right now, not including yeah. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson only has 26%. I know. So... Oh, Josh Allen leading 39%, Joe Burrow at 35%, but everybody's looking at Lamar like, eh, eh. Yeah. I think Lamar Jackson is a fantastic quarterback, but I weirdly feel like they've gotten lucky in a lot of their wins. Um, And I don't mean that as hate towards the Ravens, because I, I do think Lamar's great. I think their defense has been well. But their best receiver was Demarcus Robinson last week. Yeah, <laughs> what in the world? As a Chiefs fan, or as Chiefs fans, for all of us, like, that's So, I might go with the Jaguars for an upset. I think it's going to be a close game, but uh, Ravens could barely beat Panthers last year. A lot year. of teams. So... They're winning, I will say that, but it has not been like a blowout. They literally won last week in the fourth. Yeah. So, anyway. Oh, Jax. Next one. <laughs> Packers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How many Sunday night football games do the Eagles have this year? It's um, like us. Like, we like just us. have a primetime <laughs> game. Were they good last year? No. No. Yeah. Anyway, Eagles in prime well, time. They made the playoffs last year. <laughs> yeah, but the NFC is, and we'll get into that later. Uh, Packers at Eagles, Sunday night football. Again, I feel like I'm picking the wrong team. <laughs> I'm going with the Packers. <laughs> yeah. Um, hush. Shelly, stop laughing. Okay, I can see you <laughs> laughing. Packers fans, I'm trying to help you out here. <laughs> Just take it and smile, okay? Here, Here's my thing. I think the Packers found someone in Christian Watson. I yeah. think if they keep feeding him the ball, um, that I think that, that they could not necessarily turn it around because I think their season's over. But now, you know, they've got some weight off their shoulders, not really playing for much anymore. So, you know, let the rookie shine. Um, and the Eagles have looked very, very beatable. <laughs> Um, and I think they, they are going to take their second loss this weekend because they almost took it last weekend against yeah. them. Yeah. So. Sure. Agreed. Feel free. Sorry. Feel free to pick the Eagles, Shelly. I know that's where you're going. <laughs> so sorry. Your face. Well, I would love to see the Packers win because honestly, I cannot see Tom suffer another Packers loss. It is breaking my heart. I, I, I can't. But. Um, I still think that the Eagles have got it. Um, you know, I, I just think the Packers had a win, um, but then couldn't pull it off again the next week. I, I just, I, I can't, I can't pick the Packers. So I would love for you to be right, but I'm going with the Eagles. I'm going with the Eagles as well. Um, as much as I would love to see the Packers win, I've chosen them too many times. <laughs> I've said Aaron Rodgers is going to do this and this because he's Aaron Rodgers. 
and he never follows through for me. So <laughs> for any of us, Dom, Shelly, none of us, he does not follow through. So I'm going Eagles. <laughs> I'm going Eagles as well. So because now, now watch the Packers win. Even though they lost their home to the Commanders, I'm going Eagles. Yeah. They need to. They need some redemption. I don't think it's going to be pretty though. All right, so um, score prediction time for us. Who wins? What's the score? I think there's going to be some garbage time touchdowns in this game. I want to preface that before I give my prediction. Um, I actually agree. One of our listeners, Russ Giles, like I actually agree. Um, I was thinking probably around 38-24. And like I said, I think that 24 includes maybe a garbage touchdown, a garbage time oh. touchdown. So that I'm going with 38-24 Chiefs. Um, yeah, you know, I agree. But I, but I would say that I think that the Chiefs are going to put at least 40 past them. I think I it's going to be that. high scoring. Um, so 42 maybe, something like that. 42 what? Um, <laughs> 21. No. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Okay. I think there's going to be a big gap. I think if we've got no, there's no Cooper Cup, I think maybe um, no Stafford, we'll see. We've kind of not had the information on that. But I just think that um, Mahomes is going to really, you know, go to blow them out. You know, I, I think, yeah, it's going to be really in the think, 40s. Yeah. I think Mahomes remembers that last game against the Rams, which was, like, the most high-scoring game of NFL. The classic, yeah. Uh, 50, like, 51, 52, 51, 50. 54, 51, something there. crazy. Now we're at home. Um, We're at home. I think Mahomes remembers that. He's petty. <laughs> it's petty season. Patrick's petty? What? what? <laughs> petty Mahomes? Okay. Um, I have all the faith in our Chiefs that we'll pull out this win. But I think it could be interesting. Um, I think it's going to be like 38-24, something like that. I think we're going to win pretty bigly, but I think Rams are going to get their points. Um, although they have like, like, we have no idea who's even playing for the Rams at this point. So it's true. Actually, oh, sorry. No, I was just gonna see. I think like 38, 24, something like that. That's what I, I have Chiefs, said. I have Chiefs winning um 37-17. Okay. Um, yeah. Me yeah. and CJ literally had the same prediction. I'm so yeah. sick of them. Shout out to <laughs> Aftermath Podcast. Aftermath Podcast. We love Petty Patrick. Two weeks back Petty Patrick's my favorite. All right, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, I think. I think we have a, a mission we're on right now. I think we're stopping nothing short of a Super Bowl. So I agree. <laughs> I think we're stopping nothing short than our Super Bowl parade. I'll take it even further. Right. And we have imagine we win the Super Bowl and then we get to post the draft. Oh, oh, Kansas. Kansas City. <laughs> Go ahead, Shell. Um so before we, you know. 
carry on or, or whatever, I would really like to just take this opportunity to wish you guys and everybody that's listening and everybody that listens, um, you know, later on a really happy Thanksgiving. Um, we don't have Thanksgiving in the UK, although I am cooking a Thanksgiving dinner for, <laughs> for me and my sister. And, and so we will be celebrating along with you because I don't need an excuse to eat more turkey. Right. Um, but I hope that you guys have amazing celebrations um get to spend time with your families um and i hope that you've got like lots to be thankful for this year so just have a really great time everybody Aww. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well guys i know we're always just like a shelly <laughs> i'm not good at it <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, as always, we appreciate you joining us each and every week and all the support you've shown us um, and this crew um, for our show. For those of us who are new, please follow us on at Kingdoms Queens on Twitter and you'll find all the places you can watch our show. Um, <clears throat> I think I'm the only big soccer fan maybe in this group. So first of all, just real quick, enjoy watching the World Cup. It's been fun. I streamed it at work the other day. I probably shouldn't say that out loud, but that's fine. Um, and it was, it's just fun. I love soccer. So get having two of my favorite sports play at the same time again is great. So yay for, for us soccer fans, right? Um, and Shelly, I think we're matching off against England, aren't we? Yeah. Absolutely. So watch out, Shelly. Woo! Shelly, watch out. <laughs> um, so we, as Shelly mentioned, we hope everyone has a happy Thanksgiving. Um, enjoy all the football. Um, and most importantly, enjoy this time with your families. Cherish those moments. Cherish those memories. Um, because it's just, it's it's one of the most wonderful times of the year where you, you get to make a lot of memories with your family. So please make sure you cherish those things. Um, let's hope for a nice, relaxing game against the Rams. I think we all could use that after the Chargers game this past weekend. Um, and let's just hope that all of our injured players can get healthy. So until Thank next you. time, the Queens have spoken. Bye, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>